Welcome to the Akashic Reading Podcast, presented by AkashicReading.com, the place where you can learn to access your soul's wisdom, or at least stop digging the hole any deeper. I'm your host, Terry Uctana, and today we'll explore various means of gaining access to past lives for their wisdom. Who we have been informs who we are now. We can see this in embodied life as the experiences we had in childhood inform the adult perspective we have about ourselves and the world. Our parents create models for how to be women or men, and how to interact with women or men, which we either seek to emulate or push against. Our experiences inform our expectations, help mold our identity, limit us while supporting us, and are some of the most fundamental raw materials we use to build our lives. As a soul, our past lives serve a similar purpose. Each embodiment is a moment in our soul's life, like a day at school or work. Each has its mundane elements and its highlights. Some have amazing events and others teach us things or simply allow us to keep supporting ourselves and moving forward. Most current teachings about past lives fall into two main categories, revelation or infotainment, or healing modality. Those exploring past lives just to explore are often looking for things such as information about or experiences with Jesus, Buddha, or some other famous figure. They want to know if they have lived in cultures which we have been taught are exotic or exciting, like Pharaonic Egypt or Atlantis. They hope for a life where they've been rich, famous, or have done something memorable. The point is for enjoyment, or what I've come to think of as infotainment. There is interesting information to be gained, it's exciting to know, and it can be a lot of fun to hear, experience, and remember who we've been. Most people in this category have a reader look at their past lives and read out the information they find, or are told by the person's guides or their own. Other people seek out past life regression to experience these things directly, which can be enjoyable or draining depending on the life explored. Past lives can be helpful for healing in a variety of ways. Coming into an embodied life, the body helps us forget who we are so we can focus on this life, but in the process causes us to forget the reasons why we chose this life and the goals we set out to achieve. It's the responsibility of the soul to keep us tuned into these and on track without derailing our conscious processes or affecting our ability to be in the moment while exercising free will. There are times when this can cause us great confusion, like an actor who gets up on stage and then not only forgets their lines, but also forgets all of the other characters, the story the play is meant to tell, and why an audience is even there. Rereading or experiencing a past life which motivated our choices for this one can be the prompt we need to remember what we're supposed to be doing. On the other hand, sometimes an experience in a past life can be negatively affecting us in this one. Just as burning our hand on a hot oven rack can cause us to instinctively flinch each time we open the oven, so a violent life or one which ended violently can leave us with an unexplained flinch or behavior in this life when events occur which feel or seem similar or are leading us in a similar direction. 
Reaccessing memories from this past life can relieve us of the flinch by making the information active in our consciousness. Forewarned is forearmed. Retrieving past life memories can also help smooth out connections with others or in relationships. When we meet someone we've had a deep connection with in a previous life, this can trigger reactions which are counterintuitive or contradictory to how we're living this one. It's as if there's a painting underneath the painting we're looking at which starts to bleed through. Accessing the past life record can bring this information to consciousness so we understand what is truly happening and are then able to make positive choices going forward. Just because we've been lovers before doesn't mean we're called to be again in this life. Having been enemies or abusive to each other previously doesn't mean we still have a score to settle which needs to be resolved. We play roles for each other all the time, which are unique to each life, and often they have no connection to the lessons, goals, and roles we're working with in this one. In both of these categories, the process for accessing past life information is passive. Whether we're being told the story of what happened in a lifetime or experiencing a moment in that life, like a 40 movie, we are audience to information being revealed and displayed. We may be regressed back to where our consciousness re-experiences the past life record as if it's unfolding in real time, but our consciousness doesn't influence the past life or even truly interact with it. The techniques used are for data retrieval, like an interactive database. However, there are other reasons to access past lives and other means of interacting with them. Our past lives are a full and detailed accounting of every life we have lived, what order we have lived them in, and for what overarching purpose we have lived them. While it's not uncommon for people to live very linearly, working through one lesson until it's been completely incorporated, then beginning the next, and so on, like pearls on a string, many others choose a subject matter approach, or geometric pattern. Some people only embody when there's a need which requires their specific skill set, and so they come not to learn anything for themselves, but to serve a particular function. They acknowledge learning, growth, and becoming will occur as part of the process, even while it's not the purpose. This is quickly evident when their past life records are accessed, not one at a time, but through an active overview. Each life coincides with a particular situation in human social evolution, so the cultures, time periods, and issues change, but what the soul does, and why, is different only in the specifics of each situation. Some people embody because they're seeking to research some facet of embodied life which requires them to participate rather than observe. It's a bit like the difference between theory and practice. Books, records, and the passing of intellectual knowledge only gets you so far, and then you have to get your hands dirty, as it were. These types of lives, up until recently, were usually experienced as male, because only men had the ability to act independently, have careers, earn money, own property, and so on. This created a situation where a soul would need to live serial lives as male, goal-driven, career-oriented, and often without relationship connection or with relationships which were geared to facilitate the career and research. This creates the potential for a soul to become skewed in their perceptions, habits, and choices, 
as the repetition enforces only one perspective and one means of being. To counter this, it's not uncommon for me to see past life records of this type, where the soul lives one life as male and career, research, experience-driven, then two lives as female, being supportive, family-oriented, and a generator of positive energy and connection for others coming into embodiment, thereby creating a counterweight, somewhat like making sure you work as much on your left side as your right in yoga or weightlifting. No matter what type of embodying you're doing or why you're interested in retrieving past life information, each life can be accessed actively, or it might be better to say interactively. Rather than watch, listen, or experience a past life in linear fashion in order to glean information, we can access an individual past life like a historical recreation. Each person in the past life can be seen as a reenactor, who is available to answer questions about what they're doing and why, without causing any change to the timeline or any dissonance between their seeming to be experiencing a historical life, while at the same time knowing all about it and understanding the present. Or another way to think of this is as if each past life is a family member. Like aunts, uncles, grandparents, cousins, and the like, all gathered at a family reunion, they can be mined for their practical wisdom and for insight into why certain choices were made and why things have followed one path or another to bring you to this form and moment in time. Either way you prefer to look at it, accessing past lives interactively opens up whole new realms of wisdom and support for our present lives. If we're in need of relationship advice, we can seek out a past life where we experienced a similar type of situation. In fact, we might seek out several to see how differing choices worked out for us and what advice our older selves have concerning the matter. I worked with a student who struggled with the idea of marriage and children, but was unsatisfied with taking a series of lovers. In accessing their past lives, they found one where they had done just that, choosing to be a medicine person and not marry or create a family. They had taken serial lovers made students into lovers or converted lovers into students, and so had a wealth of wisdom to share about the pros and cons, as well as what they would choose to do differently if they had it to do over, which, if you think about it, is what they're doing now. If a person is interested in learning more about holistic healing, it can be helpful to access a life where they experienced it, either as a healer or a person living in this type of culture. If someone is interested in a specific type of lifestyle, it can be very helpful to go into their past lives to see if they have lived this way before or had a similar life to see how it was done and what about this could be translated into this life. For example, I've worked with clients who returned to lives in Egypt in order to retrieve their experience of Egyptian energy work, who have spent time in Mongolia to remember the practicalities of living as part of a moving nomadic landscape, and those who have worked with their native selves, from what we now think of as the Yucatan, to remember about permaculture. Most past life sessions are based on an oracular process where the person has an intention of what they hope or want to have occur, but they leave the responsibility for how it happens and if it happens to the regressionist, the medium, their guides, or whoever else might be involved. To access a past life interactively, 
is different from other modes of past life work because it requires the subject to be responsible for the process. Think of it like searching for something in a library or on the internet. You need to at least have some idea of what you're looking for. You might be surprised at what you find along the way, but that's just a means for refining your search until eventually you get to information you can use, even if it doesn't exactly answer the question or solve the problem. In fact, the new facts might cause you to rethink the question, take a different tack at what you're trying to do, or lead you to more questions. So, to interactively access past lives, step one is decide on what you're looking for. This can be as general or as specific as you want or need. I found that, like manifesting, there's a sweet spot between a subject or a question which is too general or too specific. Too general brings up everything, thereby making the results meaningless. And too specific often brings up no results. So try and find a middle ground and be willing to refine as you go along. Step two, enter into the Akashics through guided meditation. There are many different ways to do this, and no one way is better than any other. Like flavors of ice cream, whatever is your favorite is great. For my students, you can go to your room in the Akashics and then move through to the second door, which will be a place which displays a menu of past lives, which you then sort through. Or you can have a book of past lives appear in your room so you can look through it. You can go to your soul book in the Akashic Library and ask it to show you past lives which fit your criteria. Or for those who have gone through my Akashic Records Level 2 class, you can actively sort through all of the past lives yourself, as well as access the Section 2 Reintegration section to find the ones you're interested in. Whatever means you use, as this process is interactive, you need to be active, conscious, and able to interact. So a guided visualization, journey, or meditation is key. Step three, choose a past life to interact with. There's no right or wrong choice, and interacting with them doesn't change them or alter timelines at all, so don't worry about it. Like any research project, some options are going to seem like they'll hold more pertinent information than others at various times. This may not end up to be the case, but start with what catches your attention and lay the others aside. Step four, enter into the past life like you would walk into a coffee shop to meet someone. Instead of paying attention to everything which is going on like it's all relevant, go in looking for the older version of you. This does several things. It allows the past life record to move at regular time rather than sped up narrative time where it only shows the highlights. It also makes the past life activities fade into the background, like people having conversations at other tables in the coffee shop. And it breaks the past life version of you out of rote recitation, bringing them into a bubble where they can interact with you in real time to have the conversation you need. Step five is have a conversation. This means you talk and they talk back and forth. Your past life you has experience and wisdom, but it's not a higher power. It's not a guide or a guardian angel. It's you. A little older, a little wiser, but you. So pick its brains, listen to its advice, take what you need, and leave the rest. 
Step six, remember you can come back at any time. You don't have to figure out the answer to your questions all at once. You still need to live in this body and this life. And this is a part of you which isn't going away anytime soon. Or at all, really. This isn't a one-time deal, so don't try to cram in too much. Working with past lives interactively can help us bring more of ourselves and our wisdom into this life than we initially packed. It can allow us to expand the scope of our current life, help smooth out the rough spots, and support us through tough situations. And to be honest, every little bit helps. And that's all the time we have this week. Next week, we'll be looking into practical uses of Akasha or Prana to manifest a healthy and happy partnership into your life. If you're interested in knowing more, check out my website, akashicreading.com. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please take a minute to show it some love on iTunes. Your comments are also appreciated. Thanks. Bye.